Welcome to the More Than Dumbbells podcast. My name is Kitty Truax. My name is Jason Lindsay. And we are here to interview another special person. How did you find we, this gentleman? We, we have somebody we're going to interview. We do. Dang it. That's what we're doing today. Dang it. This is an interview podcast. I'm, I'm not ready. More I'm not prepared. Just dumbbells. So, Kitty, no, I know who we're going to interview. I'm going to say his oh, name do? here. And say, yeah, I do. I do. I do. It's, uh, I don't just show up to take this off the top of my head. Come on. Have you listened to a podcast? Please. Are you into football? I am into football. I used to be the football manager of my high school football team, but that's about as far as I got. So, we, yeah, <laughs> I was too, by the way. Were you? Well, okay. Did, did you play football? I didn't play football. I was the inhaler girl, the pump up the yeah. helmet girl, pump up the helmet. At Andover High helmet. School? At Andover High School. My God. Shout out, Coach Wilkie. So, what I up? drove through. No, I said, we won't talk about that. So, Coach <laughs> Wilkie. Okay. Yeah. When I was in eighth grade, I hate, I played seventh grade football, tackle football. That's the first time in my hometown. I think now they played full pads tackle at like fifth grade. Back in my day, it was seventh grade. Seventh grade. And I was a little kid. I was small for my age, and but I was pretty good. I mean, I could play because everybody was small. And then in eighth grade, it got you know everybody got a little bigger, and I just didn't like that coach. I won't name his name. He was just you know just didn't like the experience. And I said, I'm I'm not doing this. We had no other options back then. Now they have cross country, but I would have done that in a second. But I was, I always, I felt really bad. I didn't play in ninth, tenth grade. My mom, you know, and family were like, "Why aren't you playing?" I'm like, I don't like this sport. And then eleventh grade, I said, "Well, I want to be part of the varsity team, so why don't I ma- equipment manager?" Right. So I go. did that, and then I then I started seeing it first up. I'm like, I so I, I played my senior year. Yeah. Nice, good for yeah, you. Yeah, I even started. By the way, I but, mean, I have my own jersey. It didn't mean I played. But I was on the golf cart. I used to yeah. stir the Gatorade with my arm because yeah. we didn't have any other options. And that's part of the reason oh, I great. that's part of the reason I played. I'm like I, I didn't like the whole equipment manager thing. But plus our athletic training. But was do you rad. watch NFL? Do you watch the Minnesota Vikings? Do you I watch? I do. I watch the Vikes. Yeah. Well, you not watch anymore, every game. Much anymore. No, I don't, don't watch every game. I Ryan does. Ryan is absolutely ridiculously into it. Your husband. Absolutely. Yeah. Partner. The, he is. So he's a big Viking fan. Very. I like this guy. I like him. He plays golf. Don't talk to him about the Packers though. He likes punch the, you in the throat. He likes the Packers. No. Well, he doesn't hate him as bad as I do. Oh no! You I think bet so? you go. I bet you go toe to toe, bro. Really? Mm-hmm. That's got, we got to get it's him bad. on the podcast. Yeah, I got to play golf with him. I'll play deer run with there him. You, go. you can stay home. Hey, I'm just stop kidding. Your mouth. I'm kidding. So <laughs> the uh, so the I'm a big Viking fan as well. Good NFL in general, but the le- the older I get, the less I pay attention to other sp- other teams. Our guest played in the NFL. Yes, which is pretty cool. Very cool. He played for a few years, I think. Correct. He even won a Super Bowl. Yeah. What are you most excited Super about? Super Bowl 50. Omar Bolden is his name. We'll be back with him in just a little bit. What a we'll, beast. We'll call him up in a second. But you'd call him a beast? Absolutely. Because he was he big, strong? I mean, a, he absolutely has stayed in top physical peak, peak condition so by far. He didn't retire from the NFL and say, you know what? I'm going to follow in the footsteps of William the Refrigerator Perry. And just sit on the porch and and get really overweight. Now that's a bad example because he was kind of fat when he played. But no, he definitely didn't do that. But refrigerator did, or not, yeah. So he stayed fit. Yes, and and now it, helps other people and, to do it too. He, okay, cool. yeah. Wow. What are you most excited to ask him? What kind of questions? He, well, he has he, he has a podcast as well with oh. two of his friends. I'm actually really excited to ask him about has his he own invited podcast. us on his podcast? Not yet, but we're gonna ask him. That's, hey, Omar. That's crap, man. Yo, Omar. Yeah. yeah. That's crap. We'll wow. have to talk to him, see I what he says. I can't say what I really wanted to say. No, don't. Dan could bleep it out. So, you know what I'm really most excited, me personally? I would love to hear. Because Dan's excited. Dan, you're excited about Dan, this one? Dan, Dan's you have a, no look idea. Look at his hat. Oh, my God. Oh, oh, snap. Yeah. So, Dan. <gasps> I didn't yeah. even. Sound guy, producer yeah. Dan. 
is a in Colorado big oh, Denver Broncos snarf. fan. Huge, you know, <laughs> orange and like, blue blood right here. Like, like <laughs> more than he likes that lame band, the Beatles. He loves the Denver Broncos, right? Let's what would you say, Dan? That. What do you like more, the Beatles, Abbey Road, or the Beatles or the Broncos? It's yeah. gonna, it's gonna be the Broncos. It really is. Oh my gosh! I, I, my love of the Broncos started when I was, you know. Are before you, I could walk. Are so. you about to giggle like a schoolgirl right now? You have no idea. Do you want to? Do we, do we have right to now. let you talk to him? Do you want to ask questions? Oh, do you want to? You can. I can. You, I don't know if I'll be able to talk. In fact, I'm already worried about our new upcoming segment that I don't know if I'm going to be able to spit it oh, out. So. We, and by the way, <gasps> listeners, that's right. This is the first edition of Fit. Uh, no, the Fitness Inquisition. Can the I say Fitness that? Inquisition. Oh my goodness! Yes. The Inquisition. I love these surprises. <laughs> I knew it was coming, but I didn't know it had a rad name like. And that. by the way, we have zero chance. I, I I think toe-to-toe and trivia with you, it'd be close. I think I could win more than I'd lose. But well, Omar knows he's doing trivia. I've we, For moving forward now, I have to prepare the guests. And his expertise is athletic performance. Yeah. What do you think that means? I actually am going to ask some questions to nail what ac- what did that what does it mean? What 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 is an athletic performance specialist? Like, because... like Pat Benatar, I'm all fired up. Let's get him on the phone. All fired up, Pat. Boom. Do it. You're listening to the More Than Just Dumbbells podcast, sponsored by PowerBlock. After the show, head on over to PowerBlock.com and check out the wide variety of adjustable dumbbells. Please, they pay our bills. We would appreciate it. And now, back to the podcast. And we're back, Kitty, and we've got him on the phone. You know, I've, I've said this before. I always get nervous. You know, the, these people that are kind of big, kind of a big deal. Are they going to yes. answer? But he answered right away. He, he sounds like just a normal, cool dude. Omar Bolden, how you doing, man? What's good, y'all? I'm great, man. How are you guys? Fantastic, Omar. Thank you so much for being here. We yeah, appreciate you. Yeah, we, we love it. Uh, yeah. Oh, yeah, man. Shit, being here is like being anywhere. We, 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 we on the phone, you know? It's easy talk. <laughs> yeah, really. Yeah, we should we should have brought Omar in studio. That would have been even better. <laughs> are you, where Dan would have flipped Where are you at, Omar? Are you in the uh, United States? What part of the country? Yeah, I'm in LA right now. Heard of it? How do you like it out there? Been there. I love I love LA. I'm from Southern California, a suburb outside of on outside of our, um LA called Ontario. So for me, this is really home. You know, for me to be able to be an adult and you know, I'm doing my own thing now. You know, and, and be able to be close to my family is is a huge plus. Now, as far as like expenses goes, it's not really the best thing. You know, <laughs> but I'm, I am from here, so you know, it's not like. I moved here and I was like, oh shit, it's hella expensive, you know? This is something I, you know, I, I'm born and raised in, you know? Mm, so yeah. for me, for me, I think above, above anything else, above like it being expensive, like it's just that my family's here, you know? Yep. And the older, the older I get, the more I realize like how valuable my time with my family is. Awesome. Totally, totally understand, Omar. Loyal. And I, we want to talk about, you know, what you got going on now in, in athletic performance and all that stuff. But, you know, I, I do want to, ask you we do want to get some football stuff out of the way because you've got a you got a pretty good football life uh, going on there pretty good background yeah. let's do it you, let's do it i mean you you made you made varsity as a freshman as a running back you know that's that's got to be pretty rare right in that part of the world i'm guessing it, it was a pretty good football program you were part of yeah yeah i mean were we good when i when at that moment no i wouldn't say we were good <laughs> you know my high school was that year as a freshman my high school had been open for one year you oh. know mm. so I, like my freshman year was the second year it was open you know so like we didn't even have a senior class so our varsity team you know we had no seniors you know so we were getting smashed by a lot of teams mm. you know to be honest 
his lack of experience and things of that nature, you know, but we did have a lot of talent. We just didn't know how to put it together, you know, and we didn't really seem to put it together until I became a senior, you know. Okay, got it. So I take that back. It's not that impressive that you were uh, a varsity. I'm kidding. So oh, it's so yeah. impressive. It's still impressive. No, it, it's impressive. What, what 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 size were you as a freshman? Yeah, I mean, what was little Omar like? Man, the crazy thing is, is as a freshman, I think I entered high school at five eleven, one eighty five. Wow. So Jeez. I was a big. I was wow. a big dude. Yeah, I was a big, I was a big. I mean, the only thing that's changed now between then and now is fifteen pounds and the way the muscle looks on my body. Mm. Got it. You wow. know. So little Omar was like, little. I was a, no, yeah. I was a big dude. I was. A, I, I mean, at that point, coming into high school, I mean, I thought I was going to keep continue growing. Like I, at that point, I was like, shit, I may be a hooper. Oh. You know. <laughs> I may be I may be a hooper because right now in eighth grade I'm I'm towering over cat. So did you play other sports? Or, I was or, ask or, that too, yeah. You know, and or was football what you always focused on from a young age? No, I started off as a hooper. I started off as a hooper, and I have this like one claim to fame in basketball that I have so old. You know, it's laminated. It's a like <laughs> newspaper front page of the newspaper of me at this basketball when I was nine years old, and shortly after that, my cousins were playing football. And I would go to the games. My, my, at that time, you know, I wanted to play football, but my dad wouldn't let me because I was committed to this basketball thing. And we all know, you know, you know how physical football could be. So he was just trying to keep me healthy. And, you know, I spent a lot of time with my cousins on the weekends. And on the weekends, you know, they had football games. So I would go with them to the games. And before, we, before they started playing tackle, they were playing flag football. And one Saturday, you know, I just begged. I begged to play. And without me even being on the team, they just threw me a jersey and let me play, you know. And, you know, I fell in love with it. I fell in love with it. And from that moment on, you know, I was my first time playing tackle football. You know, I, I lied to my mom and told my mom that my dad said it was okay for her to sign me up. <laughs> my dad came home. You know, back then, this was, you know, late 90s going into the early 2000s. It was like, oh, uh, shit, the money's paid for it. There's no refund, you know. Yeah. So... You know, so I, had, I my, you know, that was my first time like ever stepping into football. And then once I picked up the football for real and tackle, the moment I picked it up and tackle, man, I dropped the basketball and I mm. haven't looked back since. Mm. You so know, just natural I, talent. I, I was, I was running track. I was running track though as well because I felt like track always would help me on the football sure. field. Sure. So I, I ran club track before I got to high school, and I was part of the track team in junior high school. And I ran track in in high school. Actually, my first scholarship offer came from track. Came from Notre Dame. Um, which was very odd. Wow. You know? wow. So yeah. So yeah. so Omar. Speaking of scholarships, I mean, you, you could have been, you could have went to South Bend, Indiana, but instead you ended up at Arizona State, which you know, as a Sun Devil, which is awesome. But I'm guessing you could have played, at, you could have been a Gopher. You could have been went to University of Minnesota, Michigan. Did you go to Tempe because you wanted to be close to home, or why did you choose that university? Yeah. I'm, I mean, to be completely honest, like now that I could look back, I mean, it was over 15 years ago in my life, or just about, not, not that, actually not that long ago, about 12 years ago. And I really wanted to go to, like, I really wanted to go to SC. Like, I wanted, I didn't want to leave. Like, they were in my backyard. I thought it was like my mom grew up around the corner from SC. All my family's here. Like, I, I wanted that more than anything. Unfortunately for me, I wasn't always this polished kid. I was, like, a knucklehead growing up. And I just thought that, like, early on... I mean, to be honest, man, I didn't even have a thought of, of playing in college until I was entering or leaving my... Uh, entering my junior year. So, like, wow. 
I didn't take I didn't take school seriously. And so because of that, I had a lot of schools that wanted me. A lot of schools, a lot of powerful D1s from around the country gave me offers. And there were a lot that were kind of had slow feet just because they just weren't sure if I was going to handle my business in, in, as far as academics go to get me out of, out of high school. And when I look back, I think, man, it's so shameful. Like, I, I kick myself in the foot all the time just because it's like, I could have had anything that I wanted. And that was a valuable lesson that I learned very, 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 very early in my life. It's like, yo, you got to do things the right way. Mm. So I, I did end up going to Arizona State because SC did end up offering me, but they offered me late. I felt like I didn't feel I didn't feel good about the offer. It just wasn't, it, it didn't, it was. It just didn't feel good. Like sure. my intuition was telling my intuition was Take telling it. me, "Nah, this is not the move." And so Arizona State had a new coach coming in. I had a lot of success with a new coach just a couple months ago. You know, I got a new head coach in high school. We won a championship. So I liked the idea of a new coach shaking up things. I was very familiar with Coach Erickson, but the most important that you hit it on the head from the start. It was close to home, but it wasn't around the corner from home. Mm-hmm. So my homies couldn't pull up on me without calling me. Like, the distractions were limited for me. I love that. But also, it was easy if my parents couldn't afford to get on a flight for them to make a drive. Mm -hmm. So, like, all of those things were into consideration when I came down to making that choice. Yeah, it totally makes sense. And let's let's get to what's it like on draft day? You know, because you're not, you know, you're not going the first round, I assume. You know, you're not. Yeah, I knew that. You know, you know, you're not going the second round, but you got to be thinking. You, know, you get to those third, fourth, fifth rounds. Where am I going anywhere? I mean, t- talk, talk to us about that. Yeah, yeah. I um, my agent did a very great job. Excuse me, of being very transparent with me throughout the entire process. Shout out to Joel Siegel. He he was a great agent to me while I was playing. I was like, oh, your first round talent, but I think because of your situation, you'll probably fall in the fourth. I said, all right, cool. I'm good with that. And even as after the combine, after pro days. He was still like, I think you're going to be a fourth-round guy. As we got closer to the draft, he was like, yo, there's a chance that you may slide in the third, but I would count on you going in the fourth. So come draft day, day one, day two, I'm not even tripping. I'm like, yo, if my name gets called, yo, God just like, he's really looking out for me right now. But I'm like, I'm not stressed about it. I didn't have a big party. I had my mom, my, my mom at the house, my sister, my dad couple close friends it may have been 10 people there total and yeah when it happened when it happened i was so excited i got the call i first of all i was kind of like oh damn i don't know about this because my phone rang i looked at the, at the tv and it said cleveland was on the clock and i was like oh, no man. way yeah like, oh man like I, I definitely want to be a pro but just thinking about the history of the league i'm like oh man I'm, oh i don't know and i picked up the phone and it was coach Milas, who was the defensive back coach at the Denver Broncos at the time. But he was like, yeah, man, you're going to be a Bronco. I'll put John Elway on the phone. John Elway, you know, congratulated me. That wow. Was, that was a very surreal moment. I was like, wow, man, John Elway just talked to me. Seriously. On top of that, two rounds before that, they drafted my our quarterback. So, like, a weird Arizona State connection thing going on there. But I just remember being so excited, hanging up the phone, and literally running out of my garage, I like did a full sprint down the street because it was like that moment, like my whole life had been waiting for this moment, and it finally came. And then the next thing I remember is Peyton Manning texting me, mm-hmm. and I thought that Whoa. was I thought that was like I was like mind blown. I was like, yo, he was like, yo, this is Pey- yo Omar this is Peyton Manning. Congratulations on being drafted, bro. Looking forward to being a teammate of yours, man. And 
looking forward to making getting one step closer to winning a, a Lombardi Trophy. So it's something along those lines. And I was like, Peyton Manning just texted. Wow. You know, know, I was like, this is this. Wow. That's you know, that just that that just goes to show what kind of leader that dude is. You know. Oh yeah. No, that, that's impressive. That thank you for sharing that. We. We want to get. We want to eventually get to the athletic performance stuff and, and some promote you. But I do have to ask you. You you played five years. You made it longer than the average. It's always probably tough. That I just can't imagine playing in that league. You know, it's it's brutal. It's it's violent. You know, was it injuries that that led to your retirement? Definitely. It, I mean, injuries are the only reason why my career ended short or premature. But I would love to still – I mean, there, I got friends that are part of the same draft class, and uh, we'll get to that a little later. But some of those guys, I train, I'm like, man, like, I'm supposed to, I wish I wish my body was was able because I will be right here with you guys today. So, yeah, injuries took me out, unfortunately. I just had, like, a, a bad series of injuries going into my contract year. And for whatever reason, it just it took a long time to finally heal. And by the time it finally healed, almost two seasons had gone by. And uh, yeah, I, I didn't give up on myself, but I kind of mentally I had just moved on. I was mm-hmm. like, because for a year I tried to rehab and eat right. I Man, changed my diet. I went vegan. I didn't do the surgery. I just tried to naturally let it heal. Go to rehab. Sell all the best doctors around, and nothing happened. So a full year went, and I was like, all right, I'm going to get surgery. I got surgery. Surgery was only supposed to take me three months to heal. Six months have gone by. I'm still dealing with the same issue. I go see this other specialist for the Lakers. I'm, I'm doing every. I'm doing every. I'm literally, I'm utilizing every resource I have. I'm getting stem cell shots. I'm going flying all across Damn. the country. Wow. I'm doing everything I can. Like, all this stuff behind the scenes, that's a story I never even tell. I, I never even told. But, yeah, I was doing everything I possibly could, and it just wasn't working. So I was just like, you know, all right, well, I'm not going to be one to go against the grain. If life is pushing me in this direction, well, that's just what's going to happen. I can't sure. really fight that. I mean, you can, but I just I just realized it would be much easier for my life if I kind of just let that go, you know. And now that I'm on the other side of things, I'm glad where I'm at. But to say that I wanted my career to end when I was 28 years old, I'd be lying to you. I wanted to play well into my mid-30s. I wanted a 10, 12-year career. That's why yeah. I, Arizona State, like, if I could draw the perfect picture, that's what it was, you know? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, so, Omar, one last question then related to that. Did, is, was the transition, I mean, was there ever a period of down in the dumps, depression, or was it just like, nope, this is... Oh, this is... for sure. Mm. It. it was dark. It was dark. Does the NFL do anything dark. for you? Is there anything in place? Do they do anything to I, help with that? Help with the transition? Yeah. Well, just I mean, help. I mean, I mean, help with guys that it's like because this is a part of the NFL. You were you you know you you grew up being the best player in, in high school and college, and now you're in the pros, and it's it's a it's a tough it's a tough uh, league. And then now you're done in you know five years. Well, to have and, to give up your dream, that's got to have yeah. mental anguish. Like, so they, do they the, help with that? Yeah. Yeah, you, yeah. Um, oh. you know, that's, one, that's that's one part of the game they don't really talk about. No, the only people that talk about that are the guys that are going through it. Yeah, you know, it's not it's not something you really hear people talk about on ESPN or even other talk shows. You know, but it is something that's real. And I mean, I could publicly say it now. I'm in therapy now. Mm-hmm. You know, good for you. I'm in therapy now. Like I'm in therapy now. You know, for things that are like just life just transitioning and just all these things and do they help you maybe they do i guess if you ask it's kind of hard i don't know you don't really know what you're asking yeah, for right 
you, you, you know what I'm saying? You're kind of in this weird space, and it it's weird because, like, the dudes that understand or the dudes that are playing, and they don't have the time to really talk about it. So it's like, it's, it's yeah, it took me a while to get out of that space, you know. And social media, you know, I found, my to- I found myself sometimes, like, even almost, like, putting on a front for social media because, like, behind the scenes, like, I, I'm, I was struggling, you know? Like, trying to figure out, like, what's next? Like, what am I passionate about, you know? Like, it's not even about my how hard I'm going to work. I know I know what my work ethic is like. I just made it to, to the NFL. I'm part of the 2% of the world. I'm not concerned with how I work. It's what I'm going to work on. Right. Well, let's segue to that then. How did you get that transition figured out, and what was that immediate transition? And thank you for talking about well, it. Yeah, yeah, that too. Yeah, 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 no problem. One common denominator in my life since like the age of 14 that I, that I, that has always been consistent is working out. Mm. Right. And at 14, it started because like I started hitting weights because I knew I had to be strong to play football. Right. And then I would honestly say from that summer going into high school, there hasn't been a year where I've taken off of working out from I'm 32 now from 14 to 32 that has the most time I've ever taken off is two and a half months and that's being that's coming off of the NFL season being healthy and just be like nah I don't want to do anything right now mm-hmm. right but even through injury uh, two and a half months you know I'm back at it so that was like my safe space it was like at least like I'm comfortable in here I feel safe in here. You know, people ask me questions in here. People look to me to have answers in here. Yeah. People admire the way I work when I come in here, you know? And so it just, it like that felt natural, but I'm not going to lie to you. There was a trainer that I had by the name of Anthony Perez. Shout out to my guy, Ant. He was training me and he, he, at this time, like, he was just getting his feet wet in the game. And he was so he was so instrumental in, in, at that point in my life. And I had been working with him for a year, and then he got a job at Stanford, mm. right? So he got a job at Stanford, and he was like, hey, man, listen, I know we've been working together. I got about six to eight clients, man, that ain't going to have a home. I, have, I got three months before I leave. I can mentor you and help you, and help you get your, your certification. And, you know, if, if, if you feel good, you could take on my clients. And I was at a place in my life where I was like, yo, I'm not making any money right now. And, mm-hmm. I, and at this point, I'm like, I'm like, I'm good. Like, I'm not broke. My pockets aren't thin. But I'm just like, everything is going out of my account right now. Mm-hmm. And I was at a point where I was like, I just want to make $100 a day. Like, there you go. I need to get back. In, I need to get back into the groove of life, and I just need to make a hundred dollars a day. And that right there was like the perfect opportunity for me. I was like, okay, you know what? Whether I want to do this or not, I'm about to. I'm about to, I'm about to take advantage of, of him. Spoon, he's spoon feeding me right now. So I did that, and it turns out none of his clients came came to me. Oh no! <laughs> no so he handed no. you this nice platter, and they're like, "No, I'm good." Yeah, that's. <laughs> It was like it was crazy. I was like, "Oh wow!" So what I did was I said, "You know what? I'm gonna go through with it." I went and got certified, and he, he had already he had mentored me, and just was, it was one thing. Everything 
that I learned through my certification and all of these things, even through him mentoring me, right? These are the things that, like, I didn't know, right? Because I had I've been doing all of these things my entire life, but it was just like, am I able to teach it to the next person, mm-hmm. right? Like, like he was so, he was so helpful in helping me, like, articulate things to other people, you know, and really break things down. So that was great. But, and I say all that to say, man, I found a passion in that. I was like, damn, I, damn, I can make a living for working out. Cause also too, I do live in LA. So like I, other opportunities come to me for being fit. Right. <laughs> yes. So like I, I have my brand of personal training, online training. And then I also have my brand of marketing and advertising. So like it, it ended up being come, becoming like the perfect storm. I found myself in like in the center of like all of these influencers here in LA so I, I started learning how to like leverage my 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 personality, my yeah. celebrity, my page, and fitness, and merging them together. And it just I kind of found a groove, which which is where I feel like I'm at right now. You know, I got I got personal clients that I, I that I see in the mornings. I got online clients that I see at all times of the day. And in between that, I'm doing as much as I can to keep my face on the screen because that's another goal that I have of being on screen, doing on-screen entertainment, and just constantly just building my brand, building my portfolio. So I want to actually segue. You were talking about online workouts. It sounded like this Anthony gentleman actually created a space for you to get into what you're in now, which is training programs online. Completely. Tell me more about that. Completely. Yeah, so through Anthony, at this gym that we were training at, which was Hollywood Gym, there was a girl by the name of Emily who is now my business partner, mm-hmm. right? But she used to be there training clients all the time, and she just she was just working really hard. Sometimes she would work out with her clients, and I'd be, I was like, "Damn, this girl really gets it in." And just through that, just through the relationship of us seeing each other at the gym, it started to like develop into something bigger, into us like having a friendship. And so over time, it became times where like she would start to bring her clients when Anthony would bring his clients. So we all would kind of work out in the same space together. Like if we were doing anything at the beach or maybe running hills, things like that, and she would would show up. And our relationship kind of just began to to, to open up more and more and more. And I was looking for a way, we were both looking to collaborate with someone, right? And I was, I I don't really, you would have to, we would have to ask her what her reasons were for wanting to collaborate with me, but I was looking for a way to not come off as so intense. Everything that I've done in my life has been like high, pro, is like high performance. And I just, I just realized that like, in, in my comments, people just <laughs> were like, yo, everything you're doing is cool, but like, none of us feel like we could do it, you know? <laughs> Bring it down so, a little bit, whoa. So there, yo, so, so strategically, you know, we linked up and started business together. So, so, so one, I know hers is to show women that women yes. could be strong, you yes. know? And that's also a message that I'm trying to send to and portray and convey as well. And it's like, you don't have to be, you know, some shredded buff girl to be strong. Like women could be strong in their own, in, each, in their own right, you know, whatever, whatever way it is. And, and that's the message I was like trying to promote. Cause I, I, I didn't want mothers to be intimidated by my programs. Got it. Right. Cause my, cause my programs are, my my whole our whole mantra and motto is minimizing your time and maximizing your effort, right? I dig it. So so our programs are made for those who are at home who don't have much time. So like I want I want the moms who are staying at home watching their kids to feel confident when they see X two come up and saying, Yo, I got twenty minutes, I can bust out this workout. 
right? Because anything, any movement is better than no movement, right? Agreed. And like that's like the whole the whole thing. It's like health is wealth. So anything we can do to encourage people to get moving, even if it's only for twenty minutes, like it's better than nothing. So you for know? all my moms so, out there listening, how do how do they get to you? How do they find you? Because I'm sure they're yeah, you can, itching to know. Uh, yeah, you can find. Yo, you can find, you, obviously you could go to my page, omar.bolden on Instagram, but you can find us on Instagram at x2workouts. You can find us online at x2workouts.com. You can find us on Facebook at x2workouts, um, on TikTok at x2workouts. There it is. Um, yeah, you, you can find, it's, it's really, 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 really simple, really simple. Yeah, you can, like I said, you can hit those links. But even if you don't want to hit those links and don't want to sign up, like there's tons of free workouts on the X2 workout space. Tons. Yes. There's tons of there's, there's, there's tons of free content everywhere. It's like, like I don't even I would love for every listener here to come and sign up to my program, right? But whether you sign up to my program or anybody else's, like the most important thing that you do is like get moving, so we could mm-hmm. be here and like not die from things that are as a result of us not taking care of our of our health, like. Let's die from something else. But let's not die from us not taking care of ourselves. Preach. Yeah, and, really. And like I said, like I said, like I said, if you don't want, if you don't like, you, if, if you you want to sign up, you get a custom meal plan, your own personalized program. If you don't, you could just steal the workouts on the page. They're there. They're free. They're yours. And that goes for anybody, any fitness influencers you follow. Like we post the content so people could be inspired, motivated, and have something to do. A lot of people right. don't really necessarily know what to. That's what's so hard. It's like I don't know what to do. Well, we're, we're giving you guys free access. And if you guys want more, which I would love for all of you guys to become an X2 client, you can find us at x2workouts.com or on x2workouts on Instagram. And we would love to take care of you guys yeah. and handle any personal need you have. Thank you for sharing that. Omar, that's awesome. Yeah. Hey, we're, we're going we're gonna to segue in real quick to with the, the fitness inquisition, some fitness trivia. Yeah, some trivia, You're going to be the – this is the first time we're doing it. We, we waited for Omar uh, Bolton to do this. But I want to ask you – your, what's your golf handicap, Omar? <laughs> what's crazy is I just left the course. Ooh. <laughs> I, I literally just left the course. Sadly, I've been playing since October. I don't even know what that means. Well, hey, listen, I'm, I'm a former golf instructor, so uh, you give me some fitness you know, workouts, I'll give you some golf instruction. We'll do a I like trade that. Up. That's I'm a co- great energy I'm exchange. Hey, that, that sounds like a fair a fair trade to me. Yeah, I want, I want you. I'll give you abs, and I'll get like you give me abs like you, and I'll give you a one point two handicap like me. Humble brag. Hey, hey, so. and, and OG once told me a fair swap is not a swindle. Sounds like yeah, a, right that's on. real like talk. A, like a yeah. good deal to me. <laughs> fair swap is not a swindle. Awesome. I love that. Well, hey, let's a do fair it. Swap is not a swindle. <laughs> I love it, Omar. Hey, let's let's do it, Dan. What do you got for us? All right, it's time for the fitness inquisition. Love that. Wow. No one ever expects that people's inquisition. <laughs> All right. Yeah, this is just something we're toying with here. We might change that up as we go along. But here's how it's going to work. I've got five fitness-related questions for you. And when I say fitness, I want to be very clear. It's loosely related to fitness. But there's five <laughs> fitness questions. And so we're going okay. to have Omar, we're going to have Jason, we're going to have Kitty going head to head to head. Yes. So it's, it's a free-for-all. And the winner, if Omar can beat our panel of experts, we're going to send you a free T-shirt. Yeah. Okay. Right. Snap. Right. So what are the rules? Our name is our buzzer? Yep, your name is your buzzer. So the way that works is I'm going to read off the question. If you know the answer to the question, shout out your name. The first name okay. I hear... 
I'm going to pass the question over to you. You have the opportunity to answer that question uninterrupted. And if you get it right, we'll let you know. If you get it wrong, we'll let you and know. You have, you, have, you have five seconds. You so have five seconds, have, Dan's correct. Got, Dan's got the internal clock going, yeah. and he'll buzz you if you, get, if you don't get it right. Now, what if there... We're going to let Dan discretion if, you, if there's a tie on names. Mm-hmm. So you just we're just not going to argue because it's not that big a deal. Exactly. Because nor we do this, we're going to have yeah, like, who, I w- who said <laughs> I want to be Jason's very. going to put it up. Yeah, yeah. I want to be very clear that all judgments are final yeah. by me. Yeah. So I, I'm going to decide how this goes. So. Dan rules. <laughs> yep. Game on, Donkey Kong. Okay. All right. If everybody's ready, the first question. All right. Which NFL franchise hosted the Lombardi Trophy at the conclusion of Super Bowl 50? Omar. Omar, yes. Never Bronco. Oh, yeah. That is absolutely ah, correct. I, I was, you yeah. would. No, I was. I would. Yeah. Okay. All right. All right. Good question. Okay. Number two. Moving okay. on to question number two. Bias. I have no idea what you're talking about. <clears throat> Aerobic exercise increases what? Kitty. Kitty? Cardiovascular endurance. Oh, yeah. Yes. That is correct. <laughs> Yeah. All right. Next one's a little tricky here. All right. Other things it does too, but anyway, go ahead. Who? Shove it. Who was the head coach for the Denver Broncos during the 2015 NFL season? Oh God! I stop. That's Omar. Yes. Gary Kubiak. Yeah. I, you know what? I, I, you should have known that, Jason. Well, Minnesota Vikings coach until last year. Yeah. Absolutely. We still got his son. That's I like Kubiak. Gary's a good guy. Nice job, Omar. All right. All right. Here we go. Next question. Which muscle group is the antagonist of the biceps in the bicep? Jason? Triceps. Nice job. I knew that, too. That is correct. Did you know that, Omar? I I didn't want to get get goose egged on this, so I got one. That's all. Was that question four? That was question number one. Omar's got two. Uh Oh, snap. Oh, snap. Here we go. How many are there? One five, more. There's five one more. Total. So if Kitty or I get it, it's going to be a tie between our guest and right. And then we'll do a sudden death. That is yeah, correct. Yeah, I gotta get it. So let's get it. Let's go. Let's go. Oh snap! Okay, here we go. Who stars in Sweatin' to the Oldies? Kitty. Oh. Richard Simmons. That is correct. Wow. I would have got that, but I was too. I was too late. I was too late. So I, I'm out of the playoffs. It's you and me, Omar. All right. Put him up. Put him up. Okay. This is the tiebreaker between Kitty and Omar to see who takes home a free T-shirt. <laughs> All right. When we refer to the abs, what muscle are we specifically referring to? Kitty. The abdominals. Oh, you have to say your name, Omar. The abdominals. Oh, oh my God. I'm... I'm looking for the actual name of the muscle. Oh. Do you know that one, Omar? I already answered. I answered wrong. I'll take a stab. Any guesses at all? Isn't it? uh, Well, it's. Okay. Wait, hang on. The erectus abdominis. Well, they're out of it, so it's. Well, you have to go to a third question. Isn't it? Okay. Abdominus. Abdominus. It's the rectus abdominis. abdominis. It is the rectus abdominis. Snarf. All right. I should know that. Okay. All right. Here's the final question for the tiebreaker. In yoga, what is a sequence of positions referred to as? Kitty. Omar. A salutation. 
I'm sorry, that is incorrect. Go ahead. No, it's Omar's turn. A flow. Oh, the correct one that I'm looking for is a vinyasa. Oh. We got to go sun death round three. This is awesome. All right. All right. This is the final question. All right. What sport was played on the moon? What? Omar, you just came from there. Kitty. Golf. Golf is the correct answer. Yes. Uh, Omar, I tried. I tried to help you. He tried to give it to you, Omar. Uh, High five through the phone, brother. Thanks for playing. sometimes Sometimes you fall short, you know? That's all right. Hey, you Omar, got abs that I don't. Omar, what what size shirt? I'm a small. You're gonna send me one too, right? No, you don't. You get <laughs> nothing and like now. it. We'll get Omar an XL. <laughs> Omar, what a blast you've been, brother. Yeah, Thank so, you so much. So Omar, we've we have a lot more questions. We just don't have time. We keep our podcast to a certain limit. So we're gonna ask you, you know, on the air here for the whole world to, you know, it's li- all the listeners. Can we have you on again in a few months and, and ask yeah, you some yeah, more yeah. questions? Yeah. Only, only though, if you get me on. The nice and neat podcast. Oh, the nice. Oh, nice damn. and neat. The podcast. Yeah, there you that go. you do with your brothers. You said you want to be on the nice and neat podcast. I would love to. I've, I've, okay. I watched the one that you, you had Candace on it. It was awesome. Candace? Oh, thank you. Yes, thank you. Candace is his girlfriend. What's up? You got you got a topic. You got a topic you want to dive into? Mm, she probably got. 10. I don't know. You speak a lot about relationships and stuff. I'll have to give it a little go. I'll have to think about it. Yeah, it it, it seemed that our show has turned into that. What did it start as? <laughs> I'll come on if it I can started, curse. It, it, it started as a quintessential podcast giving the 360 degrees of men. Oh. Right? And and we we just had a lot of success with the relationship videos. And, you know, anybody that's doing content, you know, got to pay attention to the analytics, you know? so I understand. So it ended up being, yeah. you know, what it is now, which it started talking a lot about relationships and... It's kind of started, starting to turn into a relationship show. We're trying, we're trying to do a little bit about that to kind of balance it out, you know. But we do understand what people want to listen to. Sure. You know? so, so yeah, we keep we keep it all in mind. So nice Omar, you and got neat the podcast. Forty eight year old guy who's never been married, no kids, and drinks and swears. I think you should have me on. Well, and the reason <laughs> you call it nice and neat is because you're drinking like scotch neat. Oh yeah, I know. Aren't a lot, you? I know a lot like about that? scotch. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Any, anything we drink, we drink neat. On right. There. That's why they call it nice and neat. Yeah. Yeah, done. Yep. I love it. Boom. Yeah. All right, next I'll, time I'll, I'm in LA. I'll wait for that email now. Hey, listen, we appreciate okay. we appreciate your time. I'll get you a shirt. I'm gonna have to, I'm gonna have to get your address through email, but I'll send you an email and you can give me a shipping address. Yeah, no problem. Thank, thanks, guys. You guys have been great. Thank you, Omar. Take care, Omar. See ya. All right, man. You too. <laughs> I think he does want you on the podcast. Probably not me, but that would be fun. Yeah. Yeah, he does a great job. They do videos too. It's it's really fun. I think they do an amazing job. I think he's job. probably. I bet he's a little bit as a competitor embarrassed. He didn't get those questions right, but you know he'd have got him in multiple choice. But you know it's well, you, hey, because because honestly, you know he did get the two he should. <laughs> I should have said that. And, oh, and the the first one you right. asked, I knew the answer. I'm like, ah, no, I'm not going to do it because I. Thanks for I, Richard Simmons. That one was for me. I know it was absolutely. Thank you. Yeah, Thank you very much, Dan. That was fun. I can't wait to play that with our next guest too. Yeah. Every Monday we'll have our interview are you, podcast. Are you going to you t- talk about recording? Are you going to record the the victor? Because I will. This when this is said and done in a year, I'll have the most. Yeah, victories. you think you're going to take the cup? Yep, I will. I highly disagree. Actually, I've already I, won I sh- one. So I shouldn't say can... in front of Dan because he's going to purposely question. Shove it, Jason. I, I don't know what you're talking about. All <laughs> questions are completely random. I just pulled those out of the hat. They you're just happen to be person, what they are. Dan. Loosely related to fitness. I can't wait. Like, what if what if he would have. 
Because, you know, you could argue the football ones are loosely related to fitness. Mm-hmm. But if you would have asked questions with Alyssa White Gloves and you would have asked them, like, you know, death metal questions, that I would have been like, oh, really? Loosely, oh, yeah. re- loosely bias, related to fitness. Not bias at all, huh? <laughs> you know, Dan, I would like to actually ask you a question. Okay, fine. How do you feel after having an interview with oh, yeah. a Super Bowl Yeah, with somebody winner. that you really, really like. It was an honor. It really was. Yeah. I really appreciate it. He was very down to earth, a very nice guy. So I was And he's, was he's making an impact. Part of it. Yeah, which he is, really was. Which is amazing. Yeah. I really high fives to you, super, Omar. Super nice guy, you know, and, and gosh, I really wanted to get to the athletic performance, which, which we did. We will. We have to get but him back But it was so again. hard not to ask him questions about, and I hope you're glad I did, like, what was it like transitioning and do they have support systems? Because I kind of knew the answer, but I want, I'm glad he was you know, I think that was a brilliant it. thing yeah. to talk about, and yeah. I'm so glad that he was willing to share a story, yeah. too, because, I mean, we, that's an environment fans, that's not as fans, conducive. As fans, I admit this, they're, they're not people to me. I mean, they're... That sounds really cold, but like I understand where you're coming but they're, from. They're though. a product, and we don't. Oh, that guy's a bum. He's cut. But if I knew the guy, I'd be like, "Dang, how you doing, bro? Like, right. what's you know?" I, I mean, I get that. If I knew the person, I'd be like, "Oh, that sucks." I guess I made an assumption. Well, I kind of figured that's the answer, but I thought maybe it'd be more like, "Oh, they have stuff," but whatever. Like, I don't know. But the, how do they not have? Some how did sort they of, not? Hey, you're cut. Good good luck with that. At least hand him a business card. To, yeah. you know. At least hand him a freaking insurance card for mental health therapy. Anyway. All they say is, hey, NFL stands for not for long. <laughs> Ouch. Yeah. Oh, I haven't heard that before. No, they, that makes it even worse. They also. Ow. Yeah. Anyway, Omar's doing big things, and I'm really, really yeah. proud of him for taking himself out of that. Doing and, big things and, and helping. And helping help, others. Helping people at home get a 20. Like, I love how he said, you got 20 minutes, let's bust it out. Right. Yep. For efficiency and max results. Yeah, we talked about that before on our podcast. 100%. Like, if you don't have time, well, what, ten minutes Any is better than zero. Better than none. Yeah, I love it. Nice eight, job, Omar. Eight minute abs. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Yeah, I want to talk to him about all of his athletic performance, but that'll be next time. We will. Thanks for having me, Kitty. Share, support, subscribe. Thank you very much for listening to the More Than Just Dumbbells podcast, yeah. sponsored by Powerblock. Podcast at powerblock.com. Get a hold of us. Good night, Mr. Felton. Peace.